earthquake, orange, black, and white. Cause when the jungle come alive, who day we ignite in us? Cincinnati, we gon' rise in us. In the jungle, we unite in us. Dripping orange, black, and white. Who day when we fight, live and die in these stripes? Wake up the feast, everything day is a feast. Time to bust it off the leash. In the jungle, dripping heat. Tigers strike the city streets. Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, the Ice Man, Jeff Trenopole. And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a West Side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of Jackpot Joey Burrow, Gift Vader, and Blacklight Productions. Again, if you have not downloaded this video or checked it out, go to the YouTube channel, check it out. It's awesome. I'm trying to get it played in the stadium. That would be awesome. All right, guys. If you found the show, do me a favor. Hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. Huge day yesterday. Huge. You guys are awesome. I was at 1,314 yesterday subscribers on YouTube. Now I'm at 1,325 subscribers on YouTube. That is awesome. I appreciate you guys for supporting the show and liking what I'm doing. That is great. So make sure if you're watching on Facebook or Twitter, or anything like that, do me a favor. Go to the YouTube channel, Sports with Strawberry Ice. Hit the uh, subscribe button and hit the bell for notifications. And every time I go live, you'll be able to hear me. I would greatly appreciate it. Uh, James, what's up? What's up? Who day? Who day? Crown, what's going on? What's going on? Josh, how you guys doing today? Nice to see you. Glad you guys are in the chat. All right. I'm coming to you live from the ice bar right here again in Cincinnati, Ohio. The ice bar is brought to you by T properties, T properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. So if you got a rental property that you don't want to run anymore and you just want to sit back and collect the money, give T properties a call. Or if you're looking for a house, a condo, apartment, anything, T properties has got you covered. Go check out their website. All their available properties are listed right there. All right, guys, let's get to today's show. I was at the bridge again today. And again, it, it was yesterday. Actually, actually, yesterday was nice, nice and cool, relaxed. It was no, it was no big deal. Whoo. Today it was hot. Oh my goodness. It was so, so hot. 
But the cool thing is, Rude William, what's up, buddy? The cool thing is that the Bengals are actually getting to start to know me a little bit. I don't think they know my name or, you know, they don't know about my show. Some of them know. Well, I know, I know Evan McPherson knows about my show because eventually he's going to come on my show, which would be great. But the cool thing is I, I talked to Tyler Shelvin yesterday, and I said, you know, Bengals fans are trying to start a, uh, a nickname for you, which basically it's my co-host, which if he ever comes on the show, Jeremy Dean. He, he titled him uh, Big Daddy Bayou. And he I called him as he was walking out. He goes, no, what is it? I said, hey, it's uh, Big Daddy Bayou. And that's all I got out. He goes, he goes, nah, man, it's Dragon. I said, Dragon? What do you mean Dragon? He pointed at his, uh, pointed at something. I said, hey, you know what? I'll be back here tomorrow. When I, when you walk out, I'll be right here. And you, you we'll get a video of this. So this is the video of why he wants to be called Dragon. Or I guess the reason. I, I didn't get the whole story. You know, he's just walking by, but check the video out. Tyler, let me see it. Let me see it. Where's the dragon? I got the camera out. Let me see it. Let me try to zoom in on this thing. Hold on. Hold on. Let's hear it. There you go. That's why he's dragon and not Big Daddy Bayou. <laughs> All right. So you can see he's got a, a tattoo of a dragon on his leg. Now, I would love to know the reason he did that you know or you know why he likes that but that's the that's why he wants to be called dragon because he's got a tattooed on his leg so for now on i guess tyler shelvin is the dragon and not big daddy bayou but good news cam sample was back at practice today trey waynes is day to day um i really don't think i mean it's i haven't heard that it's a bad pull or anything it didn't look too bad the other day, so hopefully Trey will be uh, back and ready to go. Game one, which he's not going to play. He wasn't going to play this Sunday anyway because none of the starting defensemen are going to are going to play. So I'm pretty sure Trey's going to be starting at, at corner. So I don't. That's why it's not a big deal that he uh, didn't play and or he's not going to play this week. He wasn't going to play anyway. But Jackpot Joey Burrow is playing, and I know we all are extremely excited about that. And they had a really good day. At camp today. Let me get to my notes here. And let's see here. Where is the thing? Oh, yeah, Dan Horde. This is what I want to get to. Dan Horde tweeted this out. He's got five observations on Twitter, but this is the first one. And I saw this, and it was a dime. Joe Burrow completed at least five passes to Jamar Chase, including, this is what I'm talking about, including a 40-yard rainbow down the sideline. And then there's a picture of them celebrating, which they do. They do the little, they do the little pinky thing. I don't, I don't know, I don't know what what that is, but they do the little pinky uh, handshake or whatever. So it's you know, that is that's a good sign. The offense has looked really well in the last couple, like probably last two or three weeks of practice. Here's some more from practice. James Rapine, uh, like he said, talking about the same thing. Uh, Jamar Chase just beat Mike Hilton. Deep downfield for a 50-plus. He says 50-plus yard touchdown. And Joe Burrow threw a perfect deep ball and hit him in stride. So, yeah, it's it's starting to come together. Chase caught the ball. He's had good days. And everybody who keeps kind of, you know, freaking out about um, Jamar Chase and his drops and all that stuff, you know, I, I just – 
it is a thing, but it's not really a thing to worry about until it really starts happening in the season. And if that happens, then we'll start worrying about it. So um, I got to get to this comment here. Jack Cricks wants to know what Skyline Chili exactly is. Well, Skyline Chili is the most delicious thing in the entire freaking world. It's uh, chili on top of spaghetti and cheese and onions, and some people get beans on it, and it's delicious. So, Jack, if you ever come to Cincinnati, Ohio, you need to check out Skyline Chili. I guarantee you, you would like it. I haven't, I have not met anybody who doesn't like it. And I've had people from Texas and and elsewhere, Florida, elsewhere. Yeah, I got a couple people jumping in Gold Star. Hey, Gold Star is good too. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Skyline guy though. But either one, check them out. You will probably like them a lot. So, how are you guys feeling about? This Sunday, you know, and what I what I want to put out there is this being the first game that everybody can go to. If you want to go to this game, all you got to do is buy a ticket. There is no, you know, shortening of, of the fans. There's, you know, everybody can go that wants to go. So this is the first time that it could be full capacity. Jackpot Joey Burrow is going to start. How many of you have you have bought tickets because of that? Because you can go see Joe Burrow. Because there's available tickets. I am planning on getting in there at least an hour early. I'm going to go start walking in around 3 o'clock. Because, one, I want to get in there. <laughs> you know, I didn't go to any games last year. I let, them, I let my, my tickets roll over last year. I'm going this year. I want to be in there in Section 158 in the Tiger Den with all my Bengal super fan cra- crazy friends down there, watch Joe Burrow warm up, get ready, watch all the cool stuff that Emily Parker and 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 Elizabeth Blackburn and all of the the girls, mostly girls, uh, behind the scenes have been working on for the preseason stuff. I want to see the ruler of the jung- jungle for the first time. I want to see what the new pyro is. What. Matt Matt Ritchie told me they got something about Bengals overhanging somewhere or something when they come out of the tunnel or something like that. I want to see all this. I'm here for all that. You know, I love the tailgate and everything, you know, which I mean, hell, I'm going to get down to like 12 and start tailgating. But I want to see my boys. I want to see my Bengals that I could not see in person last year. You know, that would be, excuse me, that would be awesome. Josh. You say, I know it's preseason, but would love to see 30,000 on their feet for Joe on Sunday. Yes, I agree with you. And I don't know how the where the ticket sales are at, which I might, maybe I should reach out to Matt Ritchie and maybe I'll try to have him on the, if he can come on the show tomorrow. I'll reach out to him, see how the ticket sales are going. But we need to support this team, I think. We're all. All of us Bengal fans are tired of the narrative, you know? And one way to battle that, other than Twitter, show up. (laughs) Show up to the games, you know? Put your butts in the seats. Show the Bengals that you you care. Marvin, what's up? Love the ooh, Zama on the bridge. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. What, did you hear me? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which I got the video 
of uh, the video I uh, posted yesterday where uh, CJ confirmed to me that he likes it. So every time CJ catches a pass, gets a touchdown, I want everybody to go, ooh, Zama. I think that would be awesome. Crown, yes. Now, this is interesting. <laughs> I did see that. Now, Crown brought this up to me in the ice bar right before the show started, and I did not have a chance to put the graphic up, but I'm glad you did bring this up. And this is the narrative that I keep talking about. SI says the Bengals will go 3-14. and 14. Are you freaking kidding me? How in the hell? I mean, unless Joe Burrow gets hurt, that's about the only way they're going to go three and fourteen. I would, I had, I did not get a chance to read the article. I, I will definitely read it, <laughs> Crown. But if you guys want to see it, it's in posted in the Ice Bar. Uh, you guys can check it out. But I mean, I, I that's that's the thing where people are just like, oh, it's the Bengals. Oh, we're bad. Let me get to my yes. This is my prediction. 11 and 6. Please tell me how we're only going to win three games with the schedule. Sorry, I had to cough. <laughs> but please tell me how we're only going to win three games with the schedule. We're playing the Lions. There's a win for sure. We're playing, uh, let's see here, uh, the Jaguars. That's another win. There's two wins for sure. We can beat a lot of these teams. Those two are almost damn near guaranteed wins. I think we're going to win. Honestly, I guess losing to the Squealers the first game. I honestly think we're going to be 3-0, actually 4-0 going into that Green Bay game. I, I really do. I mean, you got Minnesota, whose their defense wasn't that great last year. It is a Mike Zimmer defense, so I would never doubt that man. But I do think we're more talented and we can beat them. The Bears, who's going to play quarterback? You know, is it Andy Dalton or is it the rookie Justin Fields? We can beat them. The Squealers. I know the, the, the narrative is the Squealers are, are going to be better because, you know, they got Najee Harris and Ben, ben Roethlisberger has hit the fountain of youth and he's going to be back and better than ever. Okay, sure. You know, <laughs> I'm just like, I, I'm sick of this. Like the Bengals, I'm telling you, if Joe Burrow did not get hurt and we won five out of our last six, four out of our last six games last year, they wouldn't be saying this stuff. They would be saying, oh, the Bengals are on the verge. I guarantee you they'd be saying that. But since we didn't because we got hurt or because Joe got hurt, that's why they're saying this. I'm going to put this up there. Three and 14. Come on. Again, I, this is what I can't stand. SI, you're getting, whoever wrote this article, you're getting paid a lot of money to do some research and actually do a good job. Three and fourteen with our talent? Are you serious? I know the schedule is tough, but at first it's not that tough. They can win. Let's see here, Josh. Even I, even as optimistic, I don't see the Bengals winning less than seven games. Right? Josh says SI is not paying attention to what's going on here. Bad reporting, in my opinion. I agree with you, Terry. It's safe to say this week's offense line is the same O line. We will be seen protecting Joe Burrow week 17. I, I think so. And, and I, I said this. Actually, Paul Daner Jr. said this on my show when he came on. And I, ever since he said, I kind of agree with him. Do you want a rookie guard going up week one against a Mike Zimmer defense? I personally don't. I think Xavier Surafilia has played very, very good. Um, I think 
I think in general the offensive line has played very well. So I don't I don't think it's I, I think our offensive line is going to make vast improvements this year. Crown, what's up? They had us losing to the Jags. Are you kidding me? Get out of here. Come. <laughs> oh my goodness. How in the hell are we gonna lose to that? We're gonna lose to the Jags on national TV with Joe Burrow. T Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and the Jaguars got who? Did you watch? Did he watch the preseason game of the Jaguars versus the Saints? Trevor Lawrence was getting killed. That's, dude, that's just, <laughs> that's that's ridiculous. Again, bad reporting. Do your job. Why, why are you getting paid for that? John Wick, I have the Bengals winning 10 wins, but they have to stay healthy. Uh, yeah, that's, I mean, I agree with you, John, but that's with every football team. And, and, and health is not an, an excuse. I mean, you got to be deep enough to be able to take care of and plug in when guys get injured. And that's the thing. I think we're a little deeper this year than we were last year to be able to do that. Josh, can you show the shirt better to the camera? It looks all the one I'm wearing. It says, Joe Burrows, welcome to the jungle. This one you mean? Uh, let's see. Mike, there you go. <laughs> Joe Burrows, welcome to the jungle. William House, that's crazy. I, dude, I agree with three and 14. Get out of here. Uh, Keith, what's up? Hopefully, Wayne's in injury isn't too serious. It doesn't look too serious, man. Um, but again, then again, uh, we thought Joseph Osai's wasn't that serious, thought it was a wrist, and all of a sudden it's his knee. So I hope it's not. I like, he, according to James Rapine. Uh, he said he, he didn't see a noticeable limp when he was walking off practice the other day. So I think we'll be, I, I think he'll be fine. Like I said, he wasn't going to start this week anyway. So they're going to give him, they might give him the rest of the week off of practice just to make sure he's rested and ready to go week one. And that's more important than anything else right now. So, you know, so he can get ready for that week of practice and what they, uh, install on the defense and everything. Josh. I think Spain and Surafilly will start week one. I do too. And I'm and just because that happens doesn't mean they're going to stay there. I mean, there's a very good chance by the end of this season, we could have two rookie guards, Jackson Carmen and Deontay Smith. They could be our two starting guards. And look, I know I said, I think Deontay Smith could be our future right tackle, which I still believe he can. But hey, if you get two starting guards in one draft, I'll take it. Yeah, we'll have to figure out the right tackle situation next year, but that's next year. Royal Flush Terry, what's up? Yeah, I'm giving the Bengals eight to ten wins. The Bengals win about seven games last year if Burrow doesn't get hurt. Exactly. So it's hard to imagine them losing less than seven. I mean, I'll tell you, Terry, and I, and I don't know how you guys remember what my prediction was last year, but I, I had them going eight and eight last year. That's right. That's where I seriously thought they had a ch chance to do, you know, and if you guys remember, before Joe got hurt, the offense was really starting to click. No, we couldn't run the ball. But throwing the ball, we he was throwing it all, all over the place on everybody. So it was really start, starting to click. What's up, Josh? Did I get this hat at the pro shop? Yes, I did. Yep, Coach Brown. I got it at the pro shop. Ritter Jackson the third. what's up? I think you are new. Welcome to the show. Yeah, you're on Facebook. To be fair. YouTube channel. Subscribe to my channel. Uh, let's see here. What happens 
to the Kansas City lineman they were supposed to have traded for. The Kansas City lineman they traded for? Um, You got me on that one. I don't know of a – the only – you mean offensive lineman? The only one that they've picked up here lately is Vogel, and he's awful. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I wish I – if anybody in the chat knows what he's talking about, please uh, comment because – I'm not really sure what it, what can say lineman we supposedly traded had traded for. Keith, I would put Wayne's into hiding till week one, paying him way too much not to see the field. Yeah, trust me, I, you, you know Trey Wayne's wants to play. He doesn't want to keep getting hurt. So I really, like I said, I, I don't think it's, it's not a doctor. They haven't really told us much. I went by what James Rapine said, and what I saw, it didn't look like it was that bad, but. You know, I'm standing on a bridge, you know, 300 yards away. I don't know. Uh, Josh, hopefully they are starting because they replaced the starters and not because the starters got hurt. Oh, you mean because of uh, Joseph Osai, or not, I mean, I mean, Jackson Carmen and Deontay Smith. Honestly, I hope they do it because they're better. And that's what I, th- and that's what I think the, the goal is, you know, I think Deontay Smith, he is a diamond in the rough. We really lucked out when we drafted him. And I think Jackson Carmen is your second-round pick, so you want him to start. So my opinion is I think they're going to start. And I'm not saying week two, week three. I mean, I'm saying this might happen in November or later on in the year when, when they get more acclimated to the NFL and stuff. But their talent, they should be more talented, younger. They can move better than these guys, supposedly. So that, that's where my thought is. Not that they get – Sarah or Spain gets hurt, but those guys just – Pass them up are just better. Uh, okay, you get blown a chat. Love it. Uh, let's see here. Do, 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 do. Uh, let's see here. Let's get let's get the beetle here. He's talking some Reds. I do have some. The Reds did win, which is awesome. The Reds are expected to sign three of the top fifty international prospects. I thought you were talking about the game. Okay. <laughs> All right, cool. They're going to sign a whole bunch of international prospects. Great, Beetle. <laughs> oh. Okay, let's get back to Josh's comment. <laughs> the Bengals last year lost like five games by by less than a TD. Exactly. And that's, again, that goes to, and in the, in these national media guys forget that for some reason. You know? I don't know. Marvin. Pekka. Payne's Wayne's the roster, the roster imposter. Hanny, the Hanny grammar better be there week one. <laughs> okay, I must be totally reading that wrong because I don't understand anything you're trying to say there, Marvin. But I appreciate it, brother. All right, Keith. Let's see. The team can definitely rack up some wins. Look how many one score games we lost last year. Yes, I. Mm-hmm. Robert. I th- okay, talk about the trade. I think it was a trade that would have made sense, not actually a trade. Okay, because I know we didn't, as far as I know, we didn't make any trades with, with Kansas City. So, let's see here. Ross, Josh is like the rookies. Like, yeah, the rookies. If they're that good, play them. And I'm not saying it's, <laughs> I'm not saying it's, it's definite, but I can see, I mean, put it this way. One of them is probably going to start before the year's up. They drafted Jackson Carmen to start. So, and Deontay Smith has passed him up. 
So there's a very good chance at least one of them is going to start at guard, I think, by the end of the year. I really do. I really do think that. All right, let's see here. Royal Flush Terry. If you draw parallels between the 2021 Bengals and the Reds, both were criticized for not making the right moves in the offseason in key positions. The Reds are currently competing for a playoff spot. Yeah. Well, see, the only thing with my thing with that, with that, Terry, is the Reds actively got rid of good players. The Bengals didn't get rid of I mean, you said the Bengals didn't have any good players, whatever. That would be the uh, the national. Uh, narrative. They didn't have any good players, which they did. Carl Lawson. Uh, been nice to have him still. Well, he's tore his Achilles, but I agree with you to a certain extent. Because like I said, I my problem with the Reds is they didn't. They could at least kept the guys they had. That would have been nice. The ones that were good. Keith, I agree with this. I honestly hope Hodges makes the roster. I I think he's going to. I don't see how you could keep him off right now, especially with Osai. Most likely done for the year, I guess. Not that Hodges is going to replace what Osai could have brought or look like he could have brought. It's still, it's a body and he's getting pressure. And it looks like he's probably going to start this week. So that'll get him going against the one. So that you will get a really good shot to see if he can beat these ones, which he has beat once. He he beat the, the tackle for the, uh, the Buccaneers in preseason game one. Let's see here. Loki, what's up? Hey, Ice, I've been watching our Bengals from the bridge and going down to say hi to them. From what you have seen, what's your take on McPherson? Oh, okay. Me and uh, Maddie Myers are actually talking about this when we're down there today. Cybert is a good kicker. McPherson is an elite kicker. I mean, because they are, I, I've got to watch Evan more than anybody else because they're right in front of us. When he kicks the ball, first of all, it goes straight. It goes right down the middle, and it goes way past their goalpost they have in the practice field. I mean, I think he might be able to kick a 70-yarder. I am a huge fan of Evan Kickpherson, as my boy the Orange Arrow calls him. Or you call him the leg cannon. That's what Bengalorian calls him. Either way. I'm going to call him, I think, an all-pro kicker. He looks awesome. And he has the same kind of confidence that Joe Burrow does. Jackpot Joey. It's not cocky. It's just confident in his, in his abilities and in his work and what he can do. Because, I, you know, I asked him when he hit that 50-yarder, you know, last week. I said, I said, I said, dude, it looked like I was good from 70. He goes, yeah, probably. <laughs> it might have been. And it wasn't it wasn't cocky. He's like, yeah, it might have been, you know, it was. <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm a huge fan. I've never been as big a fan of a kicker in my life. Uh, let's see here, Josh said that today in Hootie Nation, rooting for Hodges. Love his energy. Yeah, I think Hodges. I don't like I said. I don't see how. I know they got to do some finagling, because especially if Joseph Osai, because I think for him, because if he has a chance to come back, there's a different. IR or something that were, where he'd be eligible to come back like in December or something. So I think they got to figure out if he's coming back, which they probably already know. They're just not telling us. We won't know till next week when they have to tell everybody. All right, Devin, we need to do something with our backup quarterback situation. Brandon Allen is not it. 
Um, I disagree with that totally. <laughs> uh, Brandon Allen had a really good season last year for a backup quarterback. And let's remember, he's a backup quarterback. And let's remember, if Joe Burrow gets hurt, I don't care who the backup quarterback is. The season will probably be over. So, uh, Devin, I cr- appreciate the comment. I, I don't – people – Bengals fans are too enamored with a backup quarterback. Can you tell me who the backup quarterback was for uh, the Bengals in the 80s when Boomer was there? Who's the backup quarterback? You know, it was A.J. McCarron was going to be the one that was going to take over for Andy Dalton. He's a backup quarterback. They're backup quarterbacks for a reason. He's actually a pretty good backup quarterback. He can come in and play solid for you, and that's what you need. So, no, I, I am a, a Brandon Allen fan. He knows the offense. He knows what to do. It's as close – I don't want to say as close to Joe Burrow, but it's plug and play. There's nothing he has to change. You put him in, he can play, he can do the same stuff. Yes, he had a bad game last week. It happens. There's a reason he's the backup quarterback because they're not consistent. So, sorry, but I, I don't agree with you, but I do appreciate the comment. Josh McPherson will make multiple Pro Bowls. I think so. I, I mean, because I've never seen – and, again, I go back to Locked On Bengals or it was, it was Cincy Jung Orange Black Insider Podcast. I can't remember which one. But his ball doesn't have a hook. You know, it doesn't fade. It just goes straight. And, I mean, I'm straight – it's straight until it's past the goalpost and to the ground. It's, it's straight. <laughs> I mean, I've never seen somebody kick the ball that consistently through the uprights of my life. And I'm not trying. I'm not trying to overhype it. This is what I'm, I'm. This is what I'm seeing. I mean, you guys seen it in preseason. Where, what he's been doing. All right. Uh, let's see here. P. Crawley fifty three five one three. What's up? Health and injuries have been a consistent issue for years with the Bengals. Here's to so much. Here's to so much need needed injury luck this year. Who day? Well. We got one more game to go. We've only lost, we've lost, possibly lost one guy for the season. I mean, there's going to be nicks and bumps. And Cam Sample was back at practice today. So everybody's worried about his shoulder. He was back today. Trey Waynes wasn't. He's day to day. I really think Trey will be back uh, next week and getting ready for the uh, season over. So honestly, right now, they're in pretty good shape as far as health goes. Now we got to get through. This pre this game on Sunday, and we'll see what happens. Keith, what's up? I think for once in a very long time, we will be have a dominant O line. Wish Drew Christmas would have gotten a full training camp. That dude could be an elite punter. I agree with you, and I don't think he's going anywhere. I, I don't think he's going to beat out Kevin Huber. I think they're going to put him on the practice squad, and he could be the punter for the Bengals next year if they can get him on there. I think that's the the plan because I've seen him punt. He's really good. And I, know I saw, actually, I think it was Willie Lutz where he tweeted it out where he thought that Christian Christian was going to possibly make the team. I'm like, dude, he hasn't even played. I mean, if this is the first week he's gotten to be in pads and, and a helmet and everything. And he told me when he ran, ran out, I said, Oh, look at you. You're all, you're, 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 uh, you're in pads and everything. He goes, yeah, I'm an actual football player now. <laughs> Cause he all he could do is run around and just be punts, and he could punt the crap out of the ball. So hopefully we can keep him on the practice squad and eventually maybe next year or the year after. Well, 
kick him out. Maybe a year after that, he replaces Kevin Huber. And I love Kevin Huber. He's a Bearcat. But um, this dude's really good. And he's got a leg. So we, we can have two really good kickers, a punter and a kicker. William House says, Evan the Almighty McPherson. Everybody's trying to get nicknames. <laughs> Roy, I'd like to see the Bengals trade Cybert. I don't want Cleveland to get him. I, you know, I've said that, and it's, it's. I'm sure they're trying, but everybody knows that they're going to cut him. You, we have to have a team that is desperate enough to trade for him. So, it's. I, 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 if they trade him, it would be great. I hope they can trade him. I would be surprised if they could. Because, like I said, everybody knows they're going to cut him. <laughs> so, and it could be he could get cut and go back to the Browns. Yep. Turk Schoener was the backup. He was. You are correct. So, you think Turk Schoener is better than Brandon Allen? Yeah. That's kind of my point. I mean, Turk Schoener was a, a good backup quarterback. Brandon Allen's a good backup quarterback. And the thing is, okay. Who are you going to get? If you want to replace Brandon Allen as a backup quarterback, who are you going to get? I mean, it's kind of the same argument I kept having with Bengals fans when they're like, we got to get rid of Andy Dalton. I said, okay, who? Boy, we could draft somebody. I'm like, okay, you think the guy you could draft because we were winning. You know, we're going to multiple playoffs. We're dra drafting late first-round picks. You think those guys are going to be good enough to replace Andy Dalton? That's why Bengals fans are like, oh, I got A.J. McCarron. He's going to be the next one. I, I remember to this day at work. This guy at work goes, AJ McCarron's gonna be our, our, our new quarterback. I said, for who? He goes, the Bengals. I said, I said, what is Andy Dalton hurt? He goes, no, he's gonna replace Andy Dalton. <laughs> That's why I started laughing. I'm like, have you watched AJ McCarron play? I mean, yeah, he's a good college quarterback, but he's not gonna replace Andy Dalton. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that's kind of, and I'm not trying to laugh at people, but that's kind of where I'm at with Brandon Allen. It's not that big of a deal. He's a good backup quarterback. He's what you need. He's a backup quarterback. He's serviceable. That's what you want. You know, the I know everybody's like, well, you had these guys come in and, and win Super Bowls, you know, that were backup quarterback. Yeah, it's happened once. Um, I think maybe twice. I know once. It was um the guy for the Giants in 1990. You know, Phil Simms got hurt and he came in. What is his name? I can't remember his name. He came in and won the Super Bowl. You know, that was a fluke year. He never was the same again. He went to the Raiders and wasn't that good. It, it it happens. I mean, it happens sometimes. I mean, oh, I know. Um, oh my goodness, Baltimore Ravens or the rappers who won the when they won their first Super Bowl. Uh, um, Dylan. Oh man, what is his name? He was their. He became their starter, but he was their back quarterback. Quarterback, and he was god awful. Trent Dilfer. There you go. That's who it was. His Super Bowl winning quarterback. He was the backup then. So I just yeah. I just completely disagree with the, the whole thing that we need to get rid of. That is out of everything that's going on with the Bengals, worrying about the backup quarterback is is not even close to being on the radar. And it gets way too much talk conversation in Bengals Twitter about that and just stuff. Josh, I just dis, I disagree. We need a backup quarterback. I think Brandon Allen is a nice piece that could grow and develop as our established two in these early Burrow years. You think we need a backup quarterback? Is that what you're saying? You say you disagree. We need a backup 
quarterback, but then you tell me how good Brandon Allen is. So I'm kind of confused by that. <laughs> uh, Devin, I'm not old enough to know who the back quarterback was in the 80s. Dirk Schoener. Uh, all right, and you guys are blowing it up. Uh, all right, Paul, here you go. He's a mid-level, low-tier backup that played really well and was um, the AFC player of the week in a game last year, and he's a backup. Yes, Eric Wilhelm was the backup for the for Boomer. You're you are correct. Again, another really just adequate backup. That's it. Okay, let's see here. On to do, 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 do. Trying to get you guys are blowing it up. I'm trying to get back to where I was at. Turk Show was better with backup. Yep. Uh, Loki. Sorry if we already asked this. I joined the show late, but how do you feel about Burrow playing against Miami? I'm okay with it. I want him to get in, get out, you know. Um, I think it's good. Him and uh, Trey Hopkins are going to be in there. I think it's good just, just to get it over with. I mean, I don't want him to get hit. He wants to get hit. And that's the other thing he's got to get, get over with. But just get out there. Get it over with. Get used to the cadence. Because this is going to be his first preseason game. He didn't play any preseason games last year. And that's one that he that he said in his press conference. I didn't play any preseason games. And we got off to a rough, you know, a shaky start. And say rough start. A shaky start. And that's where... That's why I think he wants to get in the preseason because he wants to hit, hit the ground running as much as he can. So, Josh, what's up? Practice squad, Christmas and – or Christman, sorry. And if Huber retires after the season, you'll have him lined up. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's I think, is their plan. But you got to sneak him onto the practice squad. So, ho- hopefully not a lot of teams are paying attention to him. I don't know. Because he hasn't kicked in a game yet, so nobody's technically saw him. That I I would think, you know, as far as other NFL teams. Uh, Drew Christmas, a tri-state guy. He's from Lawrenceburg, Indiana, and went to the same school. Went to some school in, in Ohio. I didn't know he was from Lawrenceburg. That's interesting. I'll have to I'll have to shout him out that when I go there tomorrow. Josh. Trevor Lawrence named week one starter for the Jacksonville. Excited we will get to see the rematch of the 2019 National Championship. Yep, that'll be fun. I, I mean, I, that's one of the, the games I cannot wait to see. Roy, they could trade for a player. They know they're going to get cut, keep Cleveland from getting him. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's dependent if another team wants to trade for him. I'm sure the Bengals want to trade Cyber. It's, they have to find a trading partner, you know, so – and the team is desperate enough. Like I keep saying, the Saints. The Saints are pretty desperate to get one. You know, I, I think we. Uh, I think we have a shot at him at, at trading to to the Saints. But I don't know. I hope they do trade him. I hope we get a draft pick. Uh, let's see here, Benjamin Whelan. Why not send Chris Evans downfield? Um. Okay. Yeah, I think they're going to send Chris. Evans. I'm not sure what you mean by that, or if you're talking to somebody in the chat. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to send. Chris Evans downfield. Yes, you are correct. Nick Foles did it. So that's two of them. So it, it has happened, but in most of the time, ninety-five percent of the time, you you lose your starting quarterback. Your your season's done. Uh, let's see, John Wick, AJ McCarron should have won a playoff win. 
<laughs> more than Andy Dalton. Yeah, should have won. I mean, Dan, there's lots of games Andy Dalton should have won too. I agree with you. They should have won that one. Jeff Hollister. Yes, William. Thank you. That was his name for the Giants. Exactly. Loki. I'm glad Allen's a backup. I mean, the thing is, all these guys, you know, you want to get in our backup. Who? I mean, I mean, I guess you could trade for Nick Foles, but then you have to trade for somebody. I don't really want to give up a draft pick or anything for Nick Foles. And I don't at this point, I don't think Nick Foles is any better than Brandon Allen. And Brandon Allen has been here. He knows his system. I mean, look, people, Brandon Allen last year when he came in and looked really good his first game, his first time he actually snapped the ball with the Bengals and the team was during the game because he was the COVID quarterback. <laughs> so I, mean, I really do think everybody's overreacting a little bit too much to the game last week about how Brandon Allen played. Brandon Allen is a top 45 to 50 QB. Makes him a decent yeah, there you go. Okay, so yeah, I agree with you, Josh. It makes him a decent backup, and that's what you want, <laughs> you know? Jackpot Joey, what's up? Eric, Eric Wilhelm had the best Bengals job ever. No clum on the clipboard better than him. Yep, he was just a clipboard holder because Boomer never got hurt. Boomer played all the time. Uh, Eric, okay, Loki. What's your thoughts about Chase dropping the balls? Do you think it has anything to do about the tweets and his girlfriend posted and deleted? I can't answer that part. I don't know. Because <laughs> that's something you have to ask Jamar. But my thoughts on the drops is he's looked a lot better in practice this week. I don't think it's going to continue to happen. Um I chalk it up to him taking the whole year off last year. And that's the thing I think we all need to track. All these rookies who opted out last year and did not play, let's see how they start the season. You know, it might take them a little while to get going because you take a year off of football and you're playing college football. Yes, it's in the SEC and it's a very high level of football, but there's still a different level from the SEC to the NFL. So they're going from the SEC to no football to the NFL. So I think there's going to be just a little bit of a learning curve on that. And he's all, all chase could do is work on it. And that's exactly what he's been doing. He's been standing to practice, working on it, working on it with, with Joe Burrow. Like I said earlier this week, when they do the special teams thing, the practice on the main field and the middle field, the quarterbacks are over there usually throwing to, to, to coaches or whatever on different routes or whatever. Jamar was over there. He doesn't have to be there. He's over there catching from every quarterback, you know, so he can get used to catching from everybody so he can practice and get better. So Jamar's doing the work. I think he's going to be fine. Devin, what game on the schedule are you looking forward to the most? For me, it's against the Browns so we can <laughs> knock their confidence back down. Yeah, um, favorite one probably is going to be – this is Squealers. I, I – I want to beat the squares both times. Uh, probably the one I'm looking forward to is going to Pittsburgh and beating them there. And I actually have us losing in that one on my on my uh, schedule prediction. But I my like when I was a kid, I couldn't stand the Browns, the Clowns. I couldn't stand them. And the Squealers, like you know, I'm talking about in the '80s when the Bengals were good and the Browns were good and the Squealers stunk. You know, so the, if you look back at the '80s, 
Steelers weren't very good. It was the Browns and the Bengals that were uh, running the, at the time, uh, AFC Central. So when the Browns went away, my hatred for them didn't grow as much as it did for the Squealers and what they've done to the Bengals over the year and how they get away with crap and how it's just this whole thing I'm hearing about Ben Roethlisberger is is looking great. Did you see that pump fake? I'm like, okay, he looked really good for a couple games last year too. We'll see what happens. So I am really looking forward to going to Pittsburgh and beating them there. And I won't beat – well, hopefully I'll be there. I don't know. I want to go, but we'll see. Uh, Keith, uh, anyone who says Brandon Allen isn't a solid backup is blind. He made Texas D look stupid. Yeah, I I think he's fine. I I don't – you know, I'm not not calling anybody stupid uh, at all. (laughs) I just – I think Brandon Allen's fine, and I I just think people are overreacting to a backup quarterback. In my mind, I mean, there's – I'd be more worried about Joseph Osai, what we're going to do with replacing him. I'm hoping it's Darius Hodge. You know, that's that's who I'm hoping. That's the part I'm more worried about. I'm more worried about that in the offensive line than I am the back of a quarterback. All right, Crip, what's up? Ice, did you see the bull hit Chris Simmons and Mike Florio said about the Bengals? No, I did not. Uh, and Burrow, now they are saying he does not want to be here. Man, this is a bull bleep. Hits never stop. I know I did not see that one, Crip. Uh, but I'll have to look that up. But Florios is also one that said Burrow didn't want to be here in the first place. So he's another one who makes a lot of money for making crap up and doesn't know what he's talking about, especially when it comes to the Bengals. Benjamin, are Tate, Higgins, and Boyd a better receiving core than 50% than a 50% chase? Higgins and Boyd. Are they you think right now? Well, right now, yeah. I right now Tate's better. I mean, you have to, I mean, you have to take you have to say that. Right now, Tate is better than than Chase. It's not gonna stay like that, I don't think. And the thing is, look, Tate's gonna get the ball. Tate is the number four wide receiver. He's a, it ain't gonna be like last year where there's gonna be games where he doesn't play or whatever. He's the number four wide receiver for sure. And I know some people have said that Tate should start over Chase. It's not going to happen. Uh, you know, it, 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 the way the production has gone this, in, in the preseason, yeah, I could see that. But Chase is the number five pick overall. They believe in Jamar Chase. You know, and I, if you guys listen to other podcasts like I do, I'm sure you've heard this story already. But Frank Pollock told, I think, Jamar Chase and Zach Taylor about this article from SI back in like 1990 or something. It was when Frank Pollock was playing for the Sucky Niners. And back in the day when Jerry Rice started as a rookie, he was dropping balls. And we're talking about the greatest wide receiver ever, which pains me to say because he played for the Sucky Niners and beat us in the the Super Bowl. But it is what it is. And they were talking about the fans were booing him and getting on him and everything because he was dropping passes. Jerry Rice turned out to be a pretty good wide receiver, so... Just because they drop stuff now doesn't mean they're going to. And it doesn't mean that you don't go, okay, we're going to put you on the bench. Because, look, I'll put it to you this way. If Marvin Lewis believed in John Ross a little bit more, it might have been a little different for him here. And You know, I'm not saying John Ross would have been a great wide receiver. But Marvin Lewis never wanted him here. Zach wants Chase. They want him here. They're, They're behind Chase. So, 
Chase is going to be the starter, and like I said, on Tate, it's going to be our fourth starter. Just think about that. Think how good his hands are. Think about the catches he makes. That's our fourth. I say starter. Fourth wide receiver. <laughs> That's where I'm like, how the hell are we all going to win three games get back to SI? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Logie, you said it, Ice. I hate the Steelers for all the dirty plays they get away with. Too. Yeah, they got away with so much crap. And they cry. They act like, oh, nobody respects us. Like, dude, you guys get away with so Especially in that playoff game, but I don't even want to get into that. Keith, we have bigger fish to fry than to worry about. A backup quarterback, we need to worry about re-signing Bates, yes. And I'm hoping it's going to happen, but I'm holding out hope. Like I said, we got another two and a half weeks until the season starts. I mean, they could sign him during the season, but it usually doesn't happen. Chris, what's up? Uh, you see the smile on Burrow's face. Last interview, he definitely wants to be in there. This is his team. Yeah, exactly. And Burrow said he wants to play. I mean, Burrow, Burrow wanted to, to get – if you guys remember last year, Burrow wanted to get hit in practice last year. In practice, he wanted to get hit. He wanted to get it over with. He's not scared of this stuff. I think Burrow is just chomping at the bit. He's like, I'm ready to go. I want to get over this. I want to go. You know, because he knows how good this team can be. Logie, Ice, what do you think about our running backs this year? Are you concerned at all about uh, Pinel? Yeah. <laughs> I know you're talking about. I can't say his name. Hasn't been looking too good this year. No? Um, you mean Samarja Pirine. I get it right. Samarja Pirine. I'm not uh, because, I mean, I don't know. Okay, I'll put it this way. He hasn't looked that good. I'm not worried about Mixon. Chris Evans has lo looked really good. And... Number 31, uh, crud, what is his name? He's looked pretty good. And then um, Trey, uh, oh, my God, what is his name? I hate when I can't think of guys' names. He came back to practice today, uh, the other running back. I really do think there's a chance that Chris Evans is going to be our, yes, Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. He, he's looked really well. Who's the, who's the other one, Roy, that I'm trying to think of? Um, that he came back to practice today. Trey, Trey, not Trey Waynes. It's Trey. Um, anyway, he came back to practice today, and, and I was. And when I get the video up, you can see him. He was talking to. Me. He was very excited, very happy to be back and healthy. Yes, Jack was Patrick. That's the one. Yeah, that's thirty-one. Third, I can't remember. Yes, Travion Williams. Thank you, thank you. There you go. I could not think of his freaking name. Everybody's got it now. Travion Williams. You guys are all right. <laughs> I hate when I get on here and I can't remember people's name, but yes, Travion Williams. And he's 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 back. So we got to see what we got with him. So yeah, I think Samarjay might be in trouble. And I don't think that it, so I'm not no. So no, I'm not worried about the running back situation. I'm really not. I think we got a lot of depth in there. And I think Chris Evans, I really do think Chris Evans might be the second uh running back. And I called him Geo 2.0 when after we drafted him and he might be, he might be that. We'll see. Josh, facts. People are worried about a backup quarterback. Their focus is the wrong spot. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. All right, Benjamin. So let's talk about Jesse Bates' contract situation. Well, the situation is, and this is, I, I got to give credit to Anthony Kazenza because he points this out a lot. The Bengals 
throughout their history do not pay a lot for safeties and guards. That's why those are two of the problems we've had. And in my mind, they have to change their thinking. And maybe they are. Maybe Katie Blackburn is working on it. I mean, I think that having Jamal Adams sign is a good thing. It sets, okay, he's up here. The Bengals are not going to pay, at least I don't think, are not going to pay Jesse Bates that kind of money. But I think they will will get close. I think they're going to have to get close to it, you know. So, I mean, they can throw the whole thing out. The thing that's going against Jesse Bates is he did not make a Pro Bowl last year, which he should have. That would have helped his case this year. But if you look at his pro PFF grades and everything else, he grades out as one of the top uh, safeties in the league. They better sign him. I don't want it to go to another year and they have to tag him. That just – I hope that doesn't happen. I, I don't think it's going to – I was very confident they were going to sign him. I'm very shocked that they haven't. So let's see here. All right. Uh, who be the backup left tackle? That is a good question. Um, I'm thinking Fred Johnson right now. Um, Deontay Smith could also be that way. I know he hasn't practiced there. It's not going to be Vogel. <laughs> Dear God, I hope it's not Vogel because that guy is not very good. Um, who else do they got uh, on there? Uh, you got Jackson Carmen who could play out there. They got multiple guys that could play out there. Uh, but to, I mean, honestly, a left tackle, I'll put it this way. If, if Jonah Williams, this is what it is. If Jonah Williams gets hurt, gets hurt, Riley Reef kicks over to left tackle. That's what's going to happen. And then um, Deontay Smith or or Jax Carmen or Fred Johnson, which Fred Johnson I think is a pretty good right tackle, um, would, would be it. That, that's probably, if Jonah Williams gets hurt, yeah, I'm not thinking out loud here. That's what probably, Spain, or not Spain, uh, Reader, Jeezel. Ritter will, will, will move over. Reef, Jeezel, too many R's. Reef will move over to tackle, is what I think. Anyway, geez. Uh, oh, it's 624. I see Chris e- Loki. I see Chris Evans being for us what White has been for the Patriots. Yeah, I, I'm hoping they use him right. I, if he is like White or like Geo, because I'm telling you, Geo is going to be really good in Tampa. I, I hate to say it. Well, I, I'm happy for Geo, but I know they're going to use him. I'm hoping they use Chris Evans a lot in different situations because he he can he can catch the ball. He could be he could run a route like a wide receiver. So Benjamin, I think Chris Evans is a dual threat running back and to be discovered wide receiver. Yeah, I that's pretty much exactly what I was saying there, Benjamin. I, I agree with you. I, I think that Chris Evans it, we, we can have two absolute steals in this draft. And Chris Evans and Deontay Smith. I think we stole them. You know, I really do. They were lower round guys, and I think they're gonna be big contributors to the team this year. Like I like Joseph Osai would have. I want to see a little more out of Cam Sample. I like what I've seen out of Cam Sample. I want to see a little more because I think he's got a little bit more, and I really want to see Darius Hodges. That's the guy, that's the dude I'm really looking at. Sunday when I'm down there at section 158 in the jungle. And we have talked almost an hour <laughs> just about the Bengals. And I had all this other red stuff, which is fine. I love talking Bengals. I'm cool with it. I love when you guys do this. Loki. Hey, does Moss make the team? If so, how much does he play? I still think he makes the team. I'm kind of surprised that he really hasn't flashed. 
as much as I thought he would. I'm hoping, I'm hoping I'm wrong, but I, 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 I think, I think he's done enough. I, I, he's done really good in in pass protection and down downfield blocking and stuff. That I think he's going to make the team. Plus, it's Joe Burrow's best friend. I think that's going to have a lot to do with it too. And I think I, I'm hoping he can develop into it. <clears throat> I still believe in, in him, but uh, yeah, I, I think I think he's going to make it. Chris, exactly. Captain America, Gino 2.0. That's what I call. That's what I call Maritime. I see which, which drives me nuts. They all walk outside, you know, and they have their numbers pulled up. And sometimes they have their helmets on, and sometimes they don't. And sometimes I can't, I, I can't recognize who they are. Sometimes. And Chris Evans the other day, and every time I've seen Chris Evans, I'm trying to say, "Hey, what's up, Captain America?" The other day I saw him and didn't realize it was him. The after I was like, "Oh crap!" Like, "Hey, Captain America!" <laughs> so I'm trying to get that out there. So he's called. I'm sure he's heard that before. Let's see. Royal Flush Terry. Burrow will get two drives on Sunday before he gets pulled. Still not sure if that's enough to build game chemistry. I'm honestly, Terry, if it's if he gets two, I, I will be. I don't know. He might be. He might get two. I don't know. Because Zach says he has a number in mind. I think it depends on how the first one goes. I'll put it to you that. If it's a three and out, yeah, I think he comes back for another series. But the build team chemistry. Last year, there was no preseason. And, yes, the, the Charger game was rocky. They still should have won that game. And Joe Burrow damn near brought them all the way back in his first game. So they've already played together for a year. I think team chemistry is going to be there even more than it was last year. So I'm not really worried about team chemistry. I'm worried about, like Joe Burrow said, cadence, coming in the huddle, getting used to his voice, all that stuff, you know. It's going to happen pretty quick. It doesn't take a whole lot to get used to it, I, I don't think. So I'm more worried about that and just getting that out of the way and just getting Joe out there and playing. And like I said, I think Joe, like I've said this on here, I think Joe just wants to go. He just wants to play. He just wants to get out there, get this over with, and just get on with it. Uh, Benjamin, let's see. I feel disappointed that Nick will opt out. Nick who? I'm not sure which Nick you're talking about. Keith, Thad could be a diamond in the rough. I hope so. He gets his dad's down here to talk to Chase. I hope he is. Like I said, I was hoping I'd see a little more flash out of him this preseason, and I haven't. So we'll see. Uh, will Spence play on Sunday? I, I don't know. I'm not sure who Spence is. <laughs> Chris, I'll be honest. I don't know who I don't know who Spence is. Uh let's see here. Have you ever crypt? Have you ever signed? Oh, have we ever signed a player after we tagged them? I'm worried about Jesse Bates not signing a long-term deal. Mm. I I want to say, I want to say yes, but I I want to say AJ Green for some reason, but I but I know we tagged him last year, and we let him go. Maybe maybe we didn't. So that crypt that is a, that is a good point. I don't. I, we might not have. Either way, I want to sign him. I, I we got to get this done. They got they got to get this done. They got to sign him. 
That guy was referring to Nick Cassianos. I mean, when he said this this comment, Terry? I don't know. I'm confused. Uh, he's talking about Nick Cassianos and the Reds. All right. Again, I'm confused. It's not hard to confuse me. Um, what row do you sit in section 158? Uh, 18. No expense defensive end. Oh, <laughs> duh. Um, I wouldn't see. Well, the, yes, I think he's going to play. Yeah, because, um, thanks, Joe. Um, none of the, none of the, uh, defense starters are going to, to play. So I would think, I would think he would play. Oh, Nick. Oh, I got you now. All right. All right. Sorry. Nick, I got you. Okay. They say, they think, they said, will you think Nick will opt out of, yes, I got you now. I understand. Yes. I think Nick Cassianos will opt out. Yes. The only way that I think he won't is because if the players strike, I think that's the only way he won't do it. Um, And actually, Tony Pike had a really good point today he's basically dude do 17 million dollars this year and 17 million dollars next year that's about average of what he's probably going to get maybe maybe 18 or 19 you know up it a little bit he just wants a longer contract like instead of two years four years this is what like i said this is what tony pike is saying because it's kind of what the average rate is going for a player like nicasianos I think it's very doable for the Reds to sign him. You know, do I think they will? No, I don't. I don't think Bob Castellini is going to pony up and do it. Uh, and I'm not saying sign him for ten years. I'm saying sign him for like four. Get him, you know, give him seventeen, eighteen million dollars a year. Sign him up. And the thing is, he wants to win. He li- that is very important to Nick Cassianos. The Reds are a winning team, so that is in their favor. He likes it here. You can tell he likes it here. So the Reds have a shot. It just depends on if they want to take that shot or not. Do the Reds want to win? You know, do they want to be, do they want to expand upon what they did this year? Which is not over yet. They, like I said, they won today. Do they want to go instead of like right now we're at the second wild card? Do you want to actually go for the division? You know, signing the Cassianos and having a hammer in the bullpen would help that a lot. So I don't, I think he's going to opt out my heart of hearts. I don't think they're going to sign him and it kills me because I love that dude. Uh, Let's see here. Let's see here. Brandon, he could still sign with the red. Yeah. Oh yeah. He could, yes, absolutely. Yes. He could totally sign with the reds. I mean, he just opts out. And the thing is, well, if I were the reds, I might be saying, Hey, What's it take to keep you and, and just you know tear up the other two years and we'll redo the contract before he even gets the free agency before you even have to outbid somebody like the, the Dodgers or the Yankees or something like that like hey Nick you like it here what's it take to keep you and I I would think they would have already had these conversations but I don't know uh Josh oops, up here wow um. I'm not surprised that Hopkins is playing. You are the, I guess you. I am Joe. 
I'm not. I'm not surprised either one of them are playing. To be honest, and I, I said this at the beginning of training camp, I could see Joe Burrow, Jackpot Joey Burrow, playing in the first series in the jungle when it is can be full capacity. And like like Zach Taylor said, it's good for the Bengals. It's good for the fans. It's good for Joe. It's just good. It's good vibes, as Gio uh, Gio Suarez always says. Good vibes. Just get it out there. Get them to play. Uh, Loki. You're a Tigers fan? Oh, wow. You guys are not having a very good year. I'm sorry, Loki. <laughs> Benjamin, Reds must sign winners. Yeah, and Nick Cassianos is nothing but a winner. Uh, Brandon, thanks for all you do. Love listening. Oh, you're welcome. I, I appreciate you guys watching and paying attention to what I have to say. Like I said, I am in no way a expert on any of this stuff. I just like to talk about it. The oldest franchise should be the winningest franchise. I agree with him, <laughs> but you know, it, 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 the thing I always get with Bob Castellini and these small, and it's not just him, all these small market teams, they cry poor. All Bob Castellini has done is made money with the Reds. It was worth a million something when he bought it. It's worth over a billion. The Reds are worth over a billion dollars now. So don't ever tell me you didn't make any money. You don't have any money. That's I just don't want to hear that. I, I, that's just a narrative that drives me insane. With just not not Bob Castellini, all oh, like the freaking Cubs, the Scrubs. They're claiming they don't have any money. Are you kidding me? They let their three best players. They traded them. I, uh, I, I get tired of that. Anyway, it is after six thirty, and we've been talking for an hour. I appreciate. It. I love this. This is fun. Uh, but I want to get to the Facebook groups that uh, let me live stream, and I appreciate every single one of them. Hootay Nation, shout out to Josh. You helped me out a lot. You're awesome. Appreciate everything you do for me, buddy. So if you guys uh, uh, are not part of Hootay Nation, check them out. And exclusively on the days after a game that I, you know, so it's on Sunday. On Mondays, I'm going to be going on Facebook exclusively in Hootay Nation. So I got a Thursday night game. It'll be that Friday. So if you guys watch it on my Facebook page, the days after a game, it'll be in Hootay Nation just during the season. Uh, that's how you find me in live stream. That's why you should just subscribe. You can find me there. But Hootay Nation, Bengals Nation, Bengals Hootay Nation, Cincinnati Bengals, the jungle, Cincinnati Reds riding third, heading for home, Bearcat Country, which I get, I haven't got. I'm trying to get Chad Brendel. I'm trying really hard to get Chad. He is so busy. He he. Has, he said he'd work it out sometime. Hasn't been able to work it out. But next Saturday, the Bearcats play football. A real football game. I cannot wait. I would love to go. I'm hoping to try to get some tickets. But join the Bearcat country. Uh, we got the Ohio State Buck. That's the ice bar. And then you can follow me on all my social media platforms. All of them are under Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Twitter, I'm getting really close to a thousand people. I'm at like 919 or something. Tw follow Twitter, Twitter followers. So if you want to follow me and try to get into a thousand, that'd be awesome. Because I'd like to get a blue check mark. I'm not sure how that works. I thought you had to get a thousand. Maybe get a blue check mark. I don't know. Just something cool to get. Uh, but uh, the handle there is at Jeff A. Trenopole. That's T R E N N E P O H L. And then TikTok at, at Iceman90. I say you look up sports with strawberry ice, it'll pop up. And TikTok, like I said, it's starting to blow up with different videos and stuff that I do. It's mostly just hype videos and talking trash to AFC North teams and NL Central teams. And, and I'm just telling you, Browns fans are, are, are very, very worried about us. 
because <laughs> they're coming after me on TikTok. It's freaking hilarious. I'll be pulling the sound off later on tonight and putting it on the podcast. So if you uh, missed any of the show, you can watch on YouTube or you just want to listen to it again. Uh, it'll be on Beanpod, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, I don't know, wherever you get your podcast, it's it's on there. I appreciate it. Make sure you download it, rate it, like it, review it. It is blowing up. I am do a daily podcast, you know, and it's just me most of the time. I mean, I have some guests on here, but I'm getting 28 downloads a day. And that might not sound like a lot to you. That's a lot to me because I was only getting 10 or 15 a couple weeks ago, a month or so ago. I'm starting to get 28, 29. I'm getting a lot. So please tell your friends, tell your neighbors, download my podcast. Uh, rate it, like it, review it, give it a comment. I would appreciate it. YouTubers, like I said, my originals, like I said, if it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't be able to keep doing this, so I appreciate you guys. And I had a huge, huge day yesterday. From yesterday, when I left the show, it was 1,314. Today, when I started, it might maybe raise up since I've been on here, 3,000, or excuse me, 3,000, that would be awesome, 1,325 subscribers. That is awesome. As always, I appreciate every single one of you guys. And like I said, Sunday, if you're there at the game, if you haven't, go buy a ticket. If you have a chance to go watch Jackpot Joey Burrow make his debut. Go fill the jungle up. Get there early. Be loud. We're orange. It's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. And as always, remember one thing and one thing only. And that is you don't live in Cleveland. You live in Cincinnati. So act like it. Who day? Got to find out if the Padres lost yet, which I think they play late tonight. Hopefully they'll lose and we gain a game on the Padres. That would be awesome. Reds going to go into the playoffs. We'll see what happens. And other than that, that's just sports, baby. See ya!